why you should never captain the most captain player in FPL. That is the clickbait title for today's Nathan Bacon Jerky Knee Jerk Podcast from your boy, Mr. Hindsight Merchant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, would I be making this podcast if my captain, Kevin De Bruyne, didn't outscore Salah this week? Nah, probably not. But am I going to use it as an excuse to chimwag about captaincy? Absolutely. So let's do that. Wait, 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 wait. Have I mentioned that I captained Kevin De Bruyne over Salah yet? I'm not sure if I have yet. <laughs> but there has been a lot of cheeky chinwags going around in the FBL community lately about changes to the game. There was an email sent out by FBL themselves. You know, that amazing technology that definitely didn't die about 20 years ago that some boomers use, you know. Email, nah, never heard of it. Going around and asking people what potential changes they would like to see in FPL. And that actually tickled quite a lot of people's brain cells, you know. A lot of chitty chatter going about. And one of those big boy topics a lot of people were talking about was the captaincy. Ooh. Uh, I myself like captain because, you know, Captain Kevin De Bruyne over Salah. I'm not sure if I mentioned it, but it, uh, have I mentioned that I've done it? Amazing manager, right? Yeah, yeah. But some people have actually gone as far to say that they think that the captaincy should be completely removed from FBL. And to them, I say they just need to get their head wobbled. Like, you really can't do that, can you? No, no, no. So why would anyone want captaincy to be chucked in the bin? Like, why would you even want that? And the answer to that is effective ownership. Now, effective ownership in FBL basically means you need to go outside and touch grass because you're such a nerd, you care too much about a fantasy game. Virgin. Ah, says the biggest virgin in the world right here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but effective ownership effectively means the percentage a player is owned plus the percentage the player is captained by as well. That because when you captain a player, you get twice their points, effectively having two of them. And owning a player and not captaining them means you just have one of them. Means you have 100%, which is one. Wow, I didn't realize Einstein was still alive. Smartest ever geezer in the world, right? Yeah, 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 you're welcome, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when a player is owned by so many and captained by so many, their effective ownership can go over 100%, meaning that even though you own a player, their points will directly hurt your rank, even though you have them. Now that is a bit of an unlucky. So some say because of this, you actually don't want your own players to score some weeks if their effective ownership is higher, which really is a big unlucky, isn't it? And some of you cheeky scrubs out there actually want the captaincy removed from the game completely because of that. Like, are you mad? Don't do that. <laughs> so for those absolute geezers that are saying that, I'm gonna tell you right now why you are wrong. Don't care that it's an opinion, you're wrong. <laughs> But also, I'm going to chinwag with the clickbait title of why you should never captain the most captain player in FBL. The only reason you're here watching this video or audio, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number one, you are looking at effective ownership and ownership all completely wrong. Come here right now. Come past me your brain as I've got some rewiring to do, right? Because big and boy, he's got it all figured out and I'm not sure all of you understand it completely, right? Because when you own a player that you didn't captain and their effective ownership is over 100%, you actually do still want them to score points, even though in isolation it hurts your rank, right? Now, the reason they hurt your rank is not because they scored points, 
kind of, it's because of the captaincy. Yes, because of captaincy and you captain a player, technically any points that player gets are directly linked, but mathematically you do still actually want them to score and get points even though you haven't captained them and even though directly they hurt your rank. Wow. <laughs> now that right there might have just discombobulated you a bit, you know. It's discombobulated me and I've wrote this entire script. So let me just make this one main point, okay? Stop looking at players' effective ownership when you compare points gained and lost against other players. And you should do that by separating the captaincy from the players and also the players ownership. So let's run through an example here to, you know, explain it a bit better. Where right here in this example, you own both Salah and De Bruyne and you're, you're working out what one you should captain. If Salah is owned by 100% of FBL players, his overall ownership is 100%. You own Salah, so you also have 100% of Salah. Salah gets 10 points, you get 10 points. Everyone else also get 10 points. Simple, yes. Now, let's bring captaincy into it. 50% of those players who own Salah, who is everybody, captain Salah, making his effective ownership, his ownership plus the captaincy, 150%. 100% ownership, 50% captain ownership, together, 150% effective ownership. You did not captain Salah, so you only have 100%. But, effectively, for everyone else, on the average, is 150% because of that effective ownership. Salah goes and gets 10 points. So you get 10 points because you've just got Salah, right? But everyone else who captained him gets 20 points, which is where the effective ownership comes into play. Where because of that effective ownership, more people are getting a gain on his points because 50% of those players have got double his points, meaning that because of those points, your rank has actually gone down even though you have him. So in isolation, it looks like a Salah goal, even if you have him, made your rank go down. So does that mean you don't want a Salah goal? Only in isolation, but overall, you do actually still want them to get points. Terms and conditions apply, I'll explain in a minute. <laughs> so let's say instead of captaining Salah, you decided because you're a better FBR manager that you are captaining Kevin De Bruyne. Only the best ever FBR managers would ever do such a captaincy call like that, you know? Not like me this week, have I mentioned it yet? I'm not sure. <laughs> but in our example right here, De Bruyne is owned by 50% of FBL players. His overall ownership is 50%. You own De Bruyne, you own 100% of De Bruyne, you own him. You actually do own him, mind. De Bruyne is captained by 50% of those players, making his effective ownership the 50% total ownership, plus the captaincy, making it 75% effective ownership. You captain De Bruyne, you get double his points. So your 100% goes to 200%. Oh, De Bruyne gets 20 points. Everyone who captained him, including you, get 40 points. The rest only get 20. The rest who have him but didn't captain him. So because of effective ownership and because you captained him, you got more of a gain than everyone else because you, compared to the effective ownership, have more of him and he got more points. So you get more away. So now when we compare our Salah versus De Bruyne points, we've now got 10 Salah points and 40 De Bruyne points, 20 points doubled, making us have a total of 50 points from owning them two and captaining De Bruyne. But 
I actually want you to split that up for me, okay? So let's rephrase. We've got 10 Salah points, 20 De Bruyne points, and 20 Captain points. Yes, the Captain points are directly linked to De Bruyne. So whatever his points are our captaincy points. But I just want you to split them up for now so it's easier to explain, okay? Because right here in this example, we've got 50 points, right? 10 of those came from Salah. But remember, because of his effective ownership, those 10 points directly made our rank go down. Oh, that's not good, is it? That is a bit of a unlucky. And De Bruyne's effective ownership was actually less than 100%. So even though we got a massive gain from him, we actually still would have gained just from owning him because everyone else on average, the effective ownership is less than the 100% we would have had him without the captaincy anyway. So does that mean if we captain Salah instead, his points would directly make our rank go up? Yeah. Does that mean we didn't need to captain De Bruyne for his points to still directly make our rank go up? Yeah. So does that mean having both of them directly make our rank go up that our overall rank will go up the most than it possibly could? No. Wait, what? How? <laughs> so let's work it out. Where if we did Captain Salah instead to make sure we get a rank gain from his points, he got 10 points, doubled to 20, we hey. And then we only own De Bruyne as a normal no captaincy, so we're still gonna get more of a gain because our ownership is more than the effective ownership. He gets 20 points, we get 20 points from that. 10 points, double from the Salah, 20, added De Bruyne's 20, put them together, 40 points. Wait, what? Both of them have directly raised our rank, but somehow we've got less points than if we just captained the player who got the most points. Ah, so let's actually split that up again, shall we? Right here, we've got 10 Salah points, 20 De Bruyne points, and now only a 10 captaincy points because of the Salah. So the only thing that has changed is the captaincy points. We've got the exact same Salah points, the exact same De Bruyne points, and although the captaincy is linked to the player we captained, the only thing that changed is the captaincy points, which, yes, is linked to the player, but it just goes to show you that it doesn't matter of the ownership and what gain from a particular player scoring points, as the points for captaincy are much more important than the ownership. As right here, if we look, in isolation, each of those moves made our rank go up, like we said, you know? But overall, even though if we captained De Bruyne and the Salah points made our rank go down, we would have had more of a rank gain by just captaining De Bruyne instead, even though the Salah points made us go down. So, why is that? Like... The math ain't mathing to me. Quick maths, slow maths, confused maths. Let's work it out. Well, that's happened because if your captain scores more points than any other players, you get more of a gain as simply you've scored more points. You're going to score more points if you score more points, right? So effectively, effective ownership, even for players you own that are over 100%, is completely irrelevant for captaincy as the only thing that matters is who scores the most points. Does not matter if everybody owns a player and everybody captained the player. If you captain someone else with more points, you get more points. You got more points. Yes, the points themselves are directly linked to the player. So in isolation, if you just look at when a player scores, it's going to look like that hurts a lot more, right? Because effectively, a lot of people are getting the captaincy points in one place and you can see where that one place is. But if your captain scores more points then it doesn't matter because you get more of a gain making the effective ownership in the captaincy everywhere completely irrelevant as points is the only thing that is relevant. Now that right there is an if. 
if your captain scores more points, right? Because it's not guaranteed, is it? Where we've gone through the perfect scenario right here of us captaining the player who got more points and we can see that it got us more of a gain, right? But also the reverse is also true. If you don't captain the player who scored the most points, then you don't get a gain and you'll get more of a loss. Oh, <laughs> but the gain or loss itself is made entirely from the points and not from ownership. Effective ownership just tells us how much of a gain or loss it is based on the outcome. Where if you don't know the outcome, which technically is always true, right? We're just guessing who will score the most points. We don't know who's going to score the most points. Then actually, captaining the player who is the most owned could potentially be wise. Because if you're on the wrong end of the outcome then it's less of a loss because more people are in the same boat, right? If everyone captained Salah and Salah Blanks, doesn't matter because everyone captained him, right? But if you correctly guess someone that scores more points, you know, the whole point of the captaincy, then you will get more of a gain. And that is that. <laughs> so um, why am I telling you this and chinwagging about it to death? Like, surely you get the point now, yeah, yeah. And that is because of the title, which is, why you should never captain the most captain player in FPL. Dot, dot, dot. Because they are the most captained. You should never captain a player because they are the most captained. That is what I'm saying right here. Because at the end of the day, whoever scores more points will get you more points. So more of a rank gain. And it also doesn't matter where those points came from. You could captain the highest owned player in the entire game. And he goes and scores five points. You could captain someone completely different that not a single other person has captained. But he also gets five points. You don't get anywhere of a gain. But it doesn't matter that you didn't captain the higher owned player. Because the only thing that matters is the points that were scored. So it doesn't matter where they are from. Low or high owned. As the captain points themselves is the only thing that matters. The, the points number from the captain, doesn't matter where, doesn't matter how, doesn't matter who. The points itself is the only thing that matters. So basically, captain who you think is going to score the most points and not who everyone else is captaining. Just like this week, where I myself thought Kevin De Bruyne was going to score more points than Mo Salah. And even though most people captain Salah, and if Salah scored in isolation, it would be uh, very bad. If De Bruyne outscores him anyway, it doesn't matter. And I would still get the Salah points. And as we discussed, I still get the gain from that because I'm not losing out on the Salah points. I'm losing out on the captaincy points, which, yes, are linked, but not because of the player, because of captaincy. So that is all you need to look at. But that right there is why captaincy should not be removed. And the only thing that should be removed is your negative thinking towards effective ownership and how it works with captaincy. Yes, in an ideal world, the perfect scenario, you want the highest owned players to score less points so you can get more of a gain from who you captained, right? But that right there is completely out of our control. We can't control who is going to captain who. We can't control who is going to get the most points. The only thing that is in our control is the captaincy choice. Choose it and focus it on who you think is going to get the most points, as if you get that right, you get more of a gain, and not focus on effective ownership and points scored by a player in isolation, as it doesn't matter where the points come from, but the only thing that matters is getting the most points, which you get from captaining the player who scores the most points, not captaining the player 
who is owned by everybody, so everyone will get the points from. I mean, it could also be the same player, right? Salah is the most captain for a reason. He scores the most points, but it doesn't mean that every week it will be. But that is going to be all for today. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to this cheeky chinwag. But also, remember...